On the afternoon of January 13, 1996, a nine-year-old girl from Texas was kidnapped, with virtually no clues left behind. The tragic discoveries that followed would inspire a permanent change in the way kidnappings are reported in the United States and around the world. This is the story of Amber Hagerman. Hello everyone, I hope you are doing alright. I'm Fabio Carvalho and this is the Mystery Archive Project. Follow us on the streaming platform you are listening to now to receive notification whenever a new episode comes out. To see the photos of this case, just follow us on Instagram at mystery underscore archive or on our YouTube channel. Now, let's have a good look in today's case. Amber Hergeman was born on November 25, 1986, in Arlington, Texas, United States, and she was the daughter of Richard Hergeman and Donna Whitson. On the afternoon of January 13, 1996, Donna took the then 9-year-old Amber and her 5-year-old brother Rick to visit their grandparents. In the afternoon, the children took the bikes and went to play in the parking lot of an abandoned supermarket in the area. It was very common for children and teenagers to meet there to play and talk. The kids used the Mark Axis ramps to skate and cycle, and it was the case with the Hegeman kids. But Rick returned home before his sister, who wanted to stay and spend more time playing. When he arrived back, his parents were a little worried because they hadn't come back together. After telling his mother that Amber had gone to play at the market, Donna asked him to go back and get his sister to come home. But upon arriving, Amber had disappeared. He then returned home, said he hadn't found her, and everyone immediately left to look for her. The grandfather of the children took his car through several streets before reaching the supermarket. Arriving there, he saw several police officers at the scene and realized that something strange was happening. Minutes before, the police had received a call from an old man called Jimmy Cavill, 78 years old, saying that he saw a weird thing happen close to his house. A man picking a girl off the street and throwing her into a car. He didn't think he was someone the girl knew because she was screaming really loud kicking him, trying to run away, but she couldn't. Jimmy finished his call, saying they should be there quickly. Because he was an old man and it happened a little far from his house, he couldn't see in detail any information that could help the police, but of course, he made what he could, the call. Jimmy described the vehicle as a dark blue or black pickup truck the man looked about 6 feet tall and between 30 and 40 years old, but because everything happened very fast, he couldn't get a proper look at him. As this had only happened a few minutes ago, the police quickly mobilized to trying to find Amber. More than 50 agents searched the region. Searches happened daily, and in addition, the family members also hardly slept, making their own rounds.
On the 17th, four days later, a man walking with his dog near the Forest Hills apartment in North Arlington, five miles from the kidnapping site, saw at the edge of a stream the body of a child with no clothes on except a sock on her right foot and he immediately called the police. In the identification of the body, it was confirmed that the girl was Amber Hagman. Because she was in running water for two days and it had stormed, any possible evidence was eliminated from the body. There is no guarantee that she was left there. She may have been carried by the current for a few days before stopping there. Virtually no evidence could be collected. Amber's parents were shocked by the news. Over the next few weeks, over 6,000 pieces of information, including suspect, theories, witness, family members, were investigated, and absolutely nothing was discovered. Disappearances of children, unfortunately, are not isolated cases. More than 800,000 children are reported missing each year worldwide. The speed of information is fundamental to a possible rescue. Amber's parents collected signatures in hope of forcing the Texas legislature to pass toughest laws to protect children. In addition, a mother named Diana Simone called a local radio station that commented on this matter and gave the following idea. She said she has followed this case a lot on TV and the newspapers, and she felt very moved because she is also a mother of a child. At the same time, she realized that the United States government fills their field of view with weather alerts. Sometimes there are days when every corner people see warning of rain and storm that are about to come. So, why don't they use this same means of communication to let them know when something like that is happening? When they have an alert, they stop everything on television, on the radio, they trigger a huge noise and everyone is alerted to protect themselves. If a similar warning were used for everyone to try to protect a kidnapped child, she thought this way they could do something for someone. This mother's words reverberated throughout the country and nine months later, in October 1996, the Amber Alert System was created. In addition to the homage made to Little Amber, the backronym is the first letters of the phrase Americans Missing Broadcast Emergency Response. Alert, interrupted radio and TV programming, appear on transport signs, on digital billboards, and also arrives a text message on cell phones. For a number alert to be activated, there are four requirements, but they are quickly identified. 1. Police must confirm that there is in fact a kidnapping. 2. The child must be at the risk of a serious injury or death. 3. There must exist sufficient description that identifies the child, the kidnapper or the vehicle. And 4. The child must be under 17 years old. The second rule exists to eliminate possible situations where, for example, the parents are separated and in shared custody, as some of them take a long time to bring the child back to the other parent's house. In cases like this, 
it wouldn't necessarily be the sort of emergency Amber Alert is intended for. In 2016, 20 years after the kidnapping, Diana Simone, the mother who came up with the idea of the new system, gave a TED talk and said that, before Amber Alert, the problem wasn't that people didn't see kidnappings happening, or they just weren't aware that there was what they were looking at. Now, the alert system lets the public know in the crucial first hours of a kidnapping that once has taken place, and the people know what they need to look out for. Donna, Amber's mother, said she is very proud of the system, but at the same time, knowing it was created after her daughter's abduction causes some pain. This case took place in 1996, and there is still no concrete information on the leads of the person or persons responsible for the crime. Because of this, unfortunately, the case remains unsolved to this day. Well guys, that was today's case. Share this episode with your friends and help our channel grow. To see the photos of this case, just follow us on Instagram at mystery underscore archive or on our YouTube channel. I see you in the next case.